Welcome to You, Me, Empathy, a safe place for leading with your heart. Hey, thanks for being here. You, Me, Empathy is the official podcast of the Feely Human Collective, a collaborative mental health community designed to empower each of us to grow our capacity for empathy, vulnerability, and emotional wayfinding. Just a friendly reminder that this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Known as just a silly boy with a feely heart. You can support the show by leaving a review in Apple Podcasts, following us on social media at Yumi Empathy and Feely Human, and joining the Feely Human Collective community at feelyhuman.co. And now your host, Known Wells. the humans it is me known wells this is another solo episode and uh today i want to talk about this idea of you never know what people are going through it's something that's been on my mind of late and um i hope you enjoy it before we get into it though please leave a rating and review of you me empathy in apple podcasts it does help out the show if you want to just do a rating i'm trying to get to 200 ratings before we reach 200 episodes which is in a couple of weeks which is very exciting and please uh subscribe on patreon it's five bucks a month you get a bonus episode every month that's at patreon.com slash feely human and make sure to follow the podcast and feely human on instagram at you me empathy and at feely human And lastly, go to feelyhuman.co for show notes, for if you want to write for the journal, if you want to take my free uh, Feely Human 101 workshop, etc. You go to feelyhuman.co. Okay, let's get into it. So recently, this was a couple of weeks ago, I went for a walk with our dog Maddie, who is a rescue. We rescued her... uh, last summer uh, in June. So we've had her for about a year and a half and she's such a sweet dog and a sensitive dog. She's very sensitive, just like me, just like you probably. And I have to remind myself of that as a sensitive person. I have to remind myself that she's a sensitive, she's a sensitive creature too. And I was, so I was walking with her and, and her sensitive sensitivity sometimes presents as you know, sort of falling back, you know, and, and sort of nervousness and, and being sort of hyper aware of everything that's going on around her. And I was feeling frustrated by this. And um, as I was walking past uh, this group of people who had, uh, there was maybe four or five people and two dogs and, and uh, the dog was clearly like, to me, you know, and I'll get into this in a second, was sort of pulling ahead and barking and, and you know, quote unquote, not well-behaved beha- behavior. 
And as I passed them, I overheard uh, one of the one of the people say, "That's a well-behaved dog," you know, referring to Maddie. And I felt I felt good about that. I felt like, oh, great, that's that's good. And it reminded me that like that is a perception that this person has, and and I had a perception too that like, oh, like this person is clearly not. Um, taking care of their dog. I was making a judgment, right? Their assumptions about Maddie is that she's well-behaved and 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 in and what does that mean even? Well-behaved, right? Um, it's sort of one, one perception about it could be that, you know, I mean, there's just so many ideas about what that means. Anyways, the little dog that they had was barking, charging ahead, and the human uh, was saying like, here and no simultaneously. And I I judged, I think, in that moment, and I felt better about myself in that moment. And I asked myself, is that a good thing? And I I don't think that is. That's not what I want. I want those moments to be opportunities, even if there's not a conversation that happens, opportunities and moments internally for me where I can think on what might that person be going through? What might that dog have been through? What might their relationship truly be like? I was making assumptions and maybe they were making assumptions too, right? Um, what what that really is? It's 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 curiosity. What when we when you say like you never know what people are going through? It's about thinking of a person in their whole self, right? Wholly that person, their experiences, you know, what they ate, how they're feeling, all of it. Like, how can we like see people for their whole self? It's curiosity. It's, it's imagination. Our assumptions about people, uh, assumptions are armor. They're defenses. They're understandable. Like they happen because we live in the world, right? We experience certain things. We have, we have past experiences that, that contribute to our identities, to our outlook, to our framework of life. And a lot of times those things are, can uh, result in armor. They can result in uh, survival, right? And I understand why that happens. And at the same time, remember, we can hold multiple truths. And at the same time, they can lack or completely exclude curiosity and softness. We hear this all the time. You never know what a person is going through. I said it just a moment ago. But what does that really mean to you? Does it remind you you're not alone? Does it make you stop and pause to think about the whole of a person? Does it guide you toward curiosity and softness rather than rigidity and defensiveness? Because I think, and this is just me, one human, fallible, feely person, I think it should. I think it should guide you toward curiosity and softness. I think it should make you stop and pause to think about the whole of a person. I think it does, I think it should remind you you're not alone. How are we as a human species, as feely humans, going to make progress in the world if we can't make space for people to be human. I want to be clear about something in that statement is that I'm not talking about clear acts of violence or oppression or anything of that sort. Um, There's immense intersectionality at play, and I'll get into that in a second. What I'm talking about is those are those soft moments of curiosity and pause we can take to not make assumptions to maybe shed some of our own armor we've built up, to abandon any bias and show up with an open heart. Can we do that? 
I'm not talking about agreeing to disagree. I'm not talking about moralizing. I'm talking about listening, creating safety, and an opportunity to learn. Can we show up in moments with a willingness to discover that we aren't the holders of all the truths? Can we show up in moments and be wowed, be awed, be moved? I also must point out that this framing, this perspective is very much steeped in privilege. I am a white, cisgendered man, which is important context here. One may feel, for example, not safe to be open and curious all the time because of the systems, uh, racism, capitalism, uh, experience of, of trauma, etc. we operate within. How can you listen? How can you empower? How can you decenter and lift up? This work of curiosity, empathy, collective softness is not just for our hearts, it's for all of us. So I grew up in an evangelical church that was, at its core, deeply judgmental, defensive, and oppressive toward ideas that didn't align with theirs, people who looked and think differently than them, and cultures that didn't fit into the white conservative paradigm. Its rigidity and clearly homophobic, racist, etc. ideas ultimately made me leave the church. Side note here is that I, you know, it's interesting sort of being raised in evangelical Christianity because it felt like, oh, this is just, this is just the backdrop of you. It, it becomes, it's like the default. It becomes part of like the thing, even if like it's, it's just part of the family and it just becomes you. And you, I guess, have to do the work of curiosity to figure out if it's, if it is you. And I did that work and realized it's very much not me. Um, so the, its rigidity, you know, ultimately made me leave um, because I don't think rigidity is the work. It's not. Rigidity, does, rigidity doesn't lead to progress, growth, liberation even. Rigidity is the cause of a lot of it. Rigidity is rooted in fear, anxiety, impre- oppression, ego, openness and learning and listening and humbling and empathy and curiosity is the work, in my opinion. Letting go of our need to be right letting go of our need to be centered, letting go of this American ideal of needing to be beacons of strength. We aren't individualists. We are collective softness. This is how we move forward. Not a, not a father who screams, what would Jesus do in your face? Which is something my dad did. Um, so I'm another sort of comment here, uh, you know, I, I'm saying these things. I'm saying, you know, empathy and openness and learning and listening and humbling is the work. I, and I also say, on the other hand, letting go of our need to be right. I'm not saying I'm right here. What I'm saying is, can we be open to listening? Can we be open to learning, right? It's really about like showing up and understanding that there's always something to learn and to, we are mirrors for each other if we can be sort of open enough, right? I don't think that it's it's about finding the thing and holding on to that thing. I think it's about it's it's sort of ever forward and ever moving. And I think that's 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 how I look at the world and that may be flawed and I think the point I'm making is having an openness to see it, to listen enough to learn it, to be moved and be odd, etc., right? So here's a mind fuck. I say all of this and I don't give my own heart and head the softness and curiosity they need. 
Just this past week, I went on a work trip to Denver. Uh, first time on a plane in like over three or four years, and that was nerve wracking. I was grateful to meet up with my peers, my colleagues, most of whom I hadn't seen in person in in, in a couple of years, and some I've never met in person before. We're a remote team. This is my day job. Uh, yes, I have a day job, um, including Feel the Human and this weekly podcast. Anyways, I do a lot. That's a that's a thing that I need to sort of investigate too. Anyways. So all clear signs and roads lead to this perception that they like me, my team. They care about me. They want me as part of the team. And yet I insist to myself that I don't belong, that they don't give a shit, that I am worthless. One of my bosses even wrote a very sweet, tender note to me. Uh, He wrote one for each of us, but he said to me, thank you for always bringing yourself into your work. The heart and soul you share is wonderful, end quote. And I read this and I can convince myself it's lies. It's not true, which is bonkers to me, right? I read that, I'm reading that now and I'm thinking about that now and reflecting. I was like, that's just bonkers. How can I and you create space for softness and curiosity in our own hearts, right? Maybe that's where it needs to start. I'm assuming something of my boss in this case. I am assuming something about myself that I don't deserve it. Why? Why don't I deserve it? Can I create space for more than just one interpretation here? Can I create space for critical thinking to be discerning of the evidence? And the evidence, like, on sort of one hand is very clear that they do like me, that I do belong, and yet I don't believe it. Yes, my depression sucks and it lies to me all the time, which is probably the main culprit here. But I can reframe this and attach my depression to this chemical bullshit that's happening to give myself some reprieve from the 24-7 onslaught of self-hate that I subject myself to. I don't deserve that, and neither do you, feed the human friend. You never know what people are going through, and you may not know what you are even going through if you're not open to looking. Let's be open enough to look, to listen, to take a moment to see what might be. Can we do that? Let's do that for ourselves. Let's do that for one another. Let's do that. Okay. Those that's 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 the solo episode for today. I hope you like it. Let me know how you like it. A great way to let me know how you like it is to uh, comment on the post on Instagram at Yumi Empathy. An even better way is to leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Please do that if you haven't yet. And thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this community and thank you for being a feely human and let's 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 be a bit more curious and soft. I know we can do it. Okay, bye.